your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Just win. You're a win as a Raider. Pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. What's up, Raider Nation? Welcome into Wednesday's edition of the Locked On Raiders podcast, July 7th, 2021. Your boy Q here, as always. You know, you can find me on Twitter, at your boy Q254. Appreciate everyone who's reached out to me by way of Twitter, either sending me a direct message, giving me a follow, or just hitting me up with a, a tweet saying, hey, congratulations, or excited to see the next adventure in life. And yeah, I am as well. So I uh, definitely appreciate either anyone who reaches out to me by way of Twitter. Always appreciate anyone who reaches out to me by way of the Locked On Raider podcast voicemail line. 707-654-4693 and the venture continues of what I got going on looking for a place to live in the 702 in Las Vegas Nevada very excited about the opportunity I think that I've found a place I, I saw a really really cool place on Tuesday and uh, put in for it so hopefully I'm able to get it find out in the next couple days and if I did then man I'll be cooking with grease but uh, again it's just one of those things you got to kind of wait and see but uh, definitely excited about that next chapter about to open up uh, in the 702. Coming up on today's show, your calls and texts straight off that Lockdown Raider podcast voicemail line. That's coming up in segment number three, uh, 707 654 4693. I always like to put that number in your ear hole and uh, go ahead and put it in your phone, man. Put it in your contacts so you always have it. A lot of people always reach out to me and say, Q, I don't have the number. Well, there it is. Now you got the number. So 707 654 Four six nine three. Coming up in segment number two, got a little bit of inspiration by what I saw in the NBA Finals. Game one of the finals got kicked off on uh, on Tuesday night. The Suns defeated the Bucks. They really took him out to the woodshed and beat the brakes off him. Chris Paul had an amazing game. Devin Booker had an amazing game. DeAndre Ayton had an amazing game for the Suns. And oh, by the way, the Suns have not been in the finals, the NBA Finals, in 28 years. And I know everybody's not an NBA fan that listens to this show, but just seeing what the Suns were able to do this year, seeing where they're at, seeing that they're three games away from hoisting a championship, hoisting the Larry O'Brien trophy. You know, that's that's something pretty, pretty special that they've been working really hard for. And it just kind of got me to thinking about, well, what the difference like one guy does or one guy makes, you know, a, a big time leader, that alpha dog that anyone's been listening to the show for quite a while knows. I talk about alpha dogs all the time. Chris Paul is that alpha dog. So all of a sudden, he goes to the Suns, and they're in the NBA Finals, and they're three games away now from winning a championship. You saw what happened when Tom Brady went to the the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, they had talent before he got there, but he was such a different dude. He made everyone on the on the field better, and then boom, they bring home a trophy. So kind of want to talk about those scenarios and how it kind of pertains to the Raiders. We'll do all that coming up in segment number two and see if we can identify a guy that can elevate everyone around him like guys like Chris Paul and Tom Brady do. And then segment number one here, uh, news and notes of the day as I always do so let's go ahead and jump right into it and I uh, talked about this on Tuesday's show there was a report that came out on Friday talking about the Raiders and Derek Carr were already kind of in contract extension talks and I said hey I would not be surprised I wouldn't be shocked we've been talking about that here on the podcast for quite a while that that was a strong possibility well from what I've been told and I've done a little bit of digging of course I haven't been able to really get my boots on the ground right now and and really get out in the streets and do some real real you know searching and investigating and and digging but from what I've heard there's nothing of significance happening 
right now. And as a matter of fact, they're talking about with the cap going way up next year, it almost makes more sense for Derek Carr to wait on a contract extension. I know, like I said, Jeremy Fowler from ESPN, there was a report out that he had said something about it. I know Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Raider Maven, uh, he put out an article saying that that the Raiders were in contract extension conversations with Derek Carr, and I'm not trying to discredit him, but from what I've heard, just from what I've heard, that you know that's really a whole lot of nothing as of right now. So just kind of wanted to update you on that, but I'll definitely continue to monitor that. And while I'm talking Derek Carr, let me go ahead and double down. He was on the podcast with Chris Collinsworth, and I kind of like this Derek Carr that we were hearing, you know. And and every year I think I kind of say that I say that I like Derek Carr because something he comes out and says kind of catches my attention. I say, okay, that's pretty cool. Earlier this offseason, he talked about Devonte Adams. He was going to put the full court press on him, uh, you know, when he becomes a free agent, trying to get him to the Raiders, and I thought that was cool. And I said immediately he'd be the best wide receiver on the Raiders. And, you know, we're going to talk about Alpha Dogs in segment number two. Maybe Devontae Adams could be that guy that the Raiders, that difference maker that the Raiders are looking for. Maybe he could be that Alpha Dog and really help get them over the top. But I like the fact that he was on this podcast with Chris Collinsworth. And uh, Richard Sherman's usually on it as well. But uh, he was talking to Chris Collinsworth and... Chris asked him about the Devontae Adams comments and that Devontae Adams said that they're really tight friends and it would be a dream come true to play with Derek Carr. What his thoughts are on that? And here's Derek Carr doubling down. Devontae, you know, he's one of my best friends, you know, and, uh, you know, when he, when he said that and I, you know, I said, I, I'm, I'm going to full court press the guy when he's a free agent. Like, there's no doubt I'm offering whatever I got to offer. I'll buy him a car, buy whatever I got to do. I'm off for that man. And because I know he'd fit in great with the receivers that we have here because they're, they would just fit so well, you know, in, in that room. So, uh, I'm allowed to say those things. Our organization isn't, you know, but, uh, <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to say that guy's my best friend. You know, I, I think he's one of the best, he's the best receiver in the NFL. So when he came out and said that, I mean, he, he just talked, he tells it how it is. And so I know he's focused though on being a Packer, and I know that because I see how he works. Um, I know how he works, and I know how much it means to him. So he's focused on that, and all. And I, honestly, I'm focused on trying to get to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl, and hopefully he's in it so I can beat his butt too. You know, and uh, you know that's the plan, and then recruit him over to the dark side a little bit. So there it is right there, Derek Carr doubling down on Devontae Adams and his pursuit of him, talking about I'll get him whatever he needs. I'll buy him a car if I have to. I like it. I really, really do. And again, we're going to be talking alpha dogs, difference makers, coming up in segment number two. Devontae Adams very well could be that guy. Obviously, he's a Packer right now, but will be a free agent. And if the Packers let him get out of town, maybe the Raiders could pick him up as that difference maker. But again, we'll talk difference makers. We'll talk alpha dogs coming up in segment number two. Also on Tuesday, the news came out, Allegiant Stadium is getting another event. And this is something we've been talking about on the podcast for quite a while, that this stadium is so stinking awesome that it's going to get so many different events at the stadium. And the next up is a big one, the East-West Shrine Game. I think Adam Schefter put out the news first. The East-West Shrine Bowl, the nation's oldest college football all-star game, is partnering with the NFL and moving the event to Las Vegas and Allegiant Stadium as part of the NFL Pro Bowl week. The game will be Thursday, February 3rd in prime time on NFL Network. So just another event. And look, they're going to come up with reasons and there's going to be all kind of different games and bowl games and events that are going to happen at Allegiant Stadium 
Stadium. This is a big one, man. I remember that East-West Shrine game. One of the most famous ones I remember is uh, Tommy Frazier when he had played for Nebraska. He was a quarterback for Nebraska. He played in that. And that was right after it was discovered that he had blood cots in his, uh, in his leg and he wasn't going to be able to play in the NFL or there was a slim chance he was going to get to the NFL. And he played in that East-West Shrine game. And I think it took place in the Bay Area. I'm not 100% sure, but I, I believe that's where it took place. And he killed it. And, well, he wasn't able to play in the NFL. But, man, Tommy Frazier was an absolute dude. And I remember him playing in that East-West Shrine game. Well, I remember him playing in Nebraska, but that East-West Shrine game, I think, was the last game I saw him play in. And so that's coming to Allegiant Stadium. So February 3rd in prime time on NFL Network, you can check out that All-Star game, which is the run- longest running college football All-Star game, uh, hooking up with the NFL. That'll be really, really cool. Also in the news on Tuesday, uh, the Patriots wide receiver Nikhil Harry. He's been in the league two years. He is his agent actually requested a trade. His agent said in a statement that he's formally requested that the Patriots trade his client. He said for the past several months, I've been working in cooperation with the Patriots behind the scenes to put a plan in place to allow Nikhil to thrive in New England. Through two seasons, he has 86 targets, which obviously hasn't met the expectations of the Patriots and Nikhil when they drafted a dominant downfield threat who was virtually unstoppable at the point of attack in college. Following numerous conversations with the Patriots, I believe it's time for a fresh start and best for both parties when Nikhil moves on before the start of training camp. That is why, that is why I've informed the Patriots today I'm formally requesting a trade on behalf of my client, uh, Agent Jamal Tucson, said that in a statement. And like he said, 86 targets in two seasons. On top of that, he only has 45 catches, 414 yards, 4 TDs, 7 carries, and 49 yards. This is a former first-round draft pick. Of the Patriots, guy out of uh, Arizona State. He was there uh, playing with uh, Herm Edwards as the head coach there at Arizona State. And I remember when he was in the draft, I thought, man, that was a guy that the Raiders could probably go get. Now, his rookie year, he was banged up quite a bit. He was injured, so his availability wasn't quite there. But last season it was, and they just didn't have the goods to get him uh, the ball and get him you know, taken care of like he needs to be taken care of and kind of feed him. And so he's been a disappointment for the Patriots, and I'm sure his play has been a, uh, has been a disappointment as well. Now, as far as trading for him, which is what any team, including the Raiders, would have to do if they wanted to do that, uh, I would I would definitely call. You know, not saying that the Raiders need to go get him, not saying he's going to be a difference maker, but if I'm Mike Mayock and John Gruden, I'd definitely call and see what it would take to get him. And I wouldn't offer anything more than like a six-round pick, fifth-round or sixth-round pick at best, and they'll probably laugh at him, but who cares? You know, he's a guy that has, like I said, 45 catches, 414 yards, and four TDs in two seasons in the NFL, only 86 targets, and his agent's already put out there that he's requested a trade. So clearly he wants out of New England, and, uh, you know, I would try to lowball the heck out of him just to see. Take him to camp and see what happens. And worst come to worst, you move on from him, and, well, you lose your fifth-round pick or a sixth-round pick, but it just doesn't work. But I would definitely take him to the camp and make that camp that much more competitive. We were just talking about guys that could be sleepers on Tuesday's show. Well, Nikhil Harry, if he were to get into camp before training camp started and actually had a fair shake to try to get you know get acclimated to uh, John Gruden's system, Derek Carr, and, and, and the rest of the weapons on the field, might be something to pay attention to. So uh, that's definitely a call I'd make to the Patriots, and I wouldn't offer them much, but I would I would see what uh, what, what they were talking about if I offered, like I said, a fifth-round pick, a uh, sixth-round pick, and that would be it. I wouldn't go any higher than a fifth-round pick, but definitely would uh, make a call and see what, what they're talking about.
And my final little nugget here for segment number one of today's Locked On Raiders podcast news and notes of the day has to do with the article I read on The Athletic about breakout players from all 32 teams across the NFL. Uh, whatever beat writer covers that team, they picked one guy that's going to be a breakout player. So Tashawn Reed, he represented the Raiders, and uh, he put in his pick, and he made the pick of third-year safety. Jonathan Abram, he said he's only played in 14 of possible 28 career games and struggled mightily in coverage in 13 starts last season. That doesn't scream breakout player but he's transitioned into a more natural fit as a box safety and new defensive coordinator Gus Bradley's cover three scheme. Abram still needs to improve in coverage, but he'll be closer to the ball now and able to fly around and make plays. If he could finally stay healthy, then he could be in for an impactful season on a defense that desperately needs difference makers. Again, that's Deshaun Reed from The Athletic talking about the one breakout player he sees for the Raiders. And if you're just curious about the rest of the AFC West, the Denver Broncos, who are represented by uh, Nick Cosmider, uh, he picked wide receiver Jerry Judy. The Kansas City Chiefs, represented by Nate Taylor, picked wide receiver McCole Hardman. And the Los Angeles Chargers, represented by Daniel Popper, picked safety Nasir Adderley. So those are the, the four guys represented in the AFC West from the Athletic as far as breakout or potential breakout players in 2021 so maybe a, a little article if you get a little bit of time that you want to go and check out and just kind of be curious around what uh, these different guys thought across the league and of course like I mentioned the AFC West you can go ahead and give that a, a look on the athletic and it's called uh, 32 breakout or breakout players from all 32 teams across the league so that's all I got for you for segment number one of today's locked on Raiders podcast coming up in segment number two going to talk about the difference that a real deal alpha dog makes this is coming from the finals when I've been seeing from the performance of the Sun this is coming from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the performance I saw from Tom Brady and the team as they hoisted the Lombardi Trophy in 2020. Uh, yeah, that's that's where this inspiration for this conversation is coming from, and you'll hear that in segment number two. Before we get into that, though, do want to tell you about betonline.ag. They're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sporting action, baseball season, NBA, NHL, UFC, MMA, all that is going on right now. Matter of fact, in Las Vegas, big Conor McGregor fight going on this weekend. So uh, you want to get some get some skin in the game, and that you can. BetOnline.ag, they got you covered. So before the next knockout, the next pitch, the next home run, three-pointer, or slam dunk, head on over to BetOnline.ag on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Get off the sidelines and get into the game. Again, head over to the website on your mobile device or your laptop, sign up today, and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. How do you get that? Well, you got to use the promo code locked on. BetOnline.ag, promo code locked on is going to get you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag is your online sportsbook experts. Segment number two, it's on the way. Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day. All right, Raider Nation, here we are. Segment number two of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Time to talk about the difference that a real deal alpha dog makes. And I talk about alpha dogs all the time. I mean, going back to the very first time I even started talking about anything on the Locked On Raiders podcast. Back in 2018 is when I first started, the 2018 season. Now we're going into 2021. I'm still talking about alpha dogs because the Raiders still need an alpha dog, in my opinion. And what I mean by that is not just a throwaway statement. I'm looking at the Suns. I'm looking at what they were doing in the NBA. Chris Paul gets traded to the Suns, and I laughed at that. I said, what in the world? What is he going to do in Phoenix? They stink. They haven't done anything in a long time. Yeah, they got uh, Devin Booker, and he's a heck of a player, and they got DeAndre Ayton, but, you know, 
the kind of the big man's being phased out of the game. And then all of a sudden, well, lo and behold, now they're in the uh, in the NBA Finals and they just skunked the Bucks. And I know a lot of folks say, yeah, well, the Bucks ain't that good and the you know NBA Finals aren't that good because they're not two premier teams. And, you know, a lot of guys have been injured a- along the way, and so that's allowed the Suns to get where they are. Look, man, they've come a long way. This is the first time they've been in the Finals in 28 years. Sound familiar, Raider Nation? It's been a long time, right, since the Raiders have been to the promised land, since they've been to where they need to be. And, yeah, they had the playoff uh, run in 2016. I get that. It was the one game. Derek Carr wasn't there, so everyone knew that that was a, that was a wash, that that wasn't going to happen. Uh, I mean, and injuries happen. And I know basketball and football are completely different elements. I mean, you got way more players on the field when it comes to uh, the NFL than you do in the NBA. But the players remain the same. You know, guys that are difference makers and guys that can can make everyone around them are still needed. And that's how you find teams that are really, really good. There's a reason why the Suns are good. They, for the majority, have basically the same team. What they don't have and what they didn't have before was Chris Paul. And Chris Paul, who's always kind of come up short in the playoffs, all of a sudden is on a nice playoff run, and he's made everyone better around him, including DeAndre Ayton. And this is really what caught my attention. DeAndre Ayton, who used to be the number one overall pick uh, just a few years ago out of Arizona, uh, you know, he said, hey, Chris Paul got in my face and said, hey, this is what you need to do to take your game to the next level. You could be a hell of a player, but it's on you. That kind of leadership is what he needed to get better. Now I take this and I transition it to Tampa Bay and what what the uh, Buccaneers were able to do this year under Tom Brady as the quarterback there. The minute he got to Tampa Bay, the minute that the rest of the team got better, the coaching staff got better, the players got better, uh, the trainers got better, you know, the janitors got better, the concession stand folks got better, the folks in the parking lot got better. I mean, Tom Brady just made everyone around him that much better. And that's something that I kind of talked about following the the Super Bowl, uh, you know, when they won against Kansas City. But it, it just kind of, it, it's just, the truth is there. You know, the truth is right there in front of your face. And so the thing about it is a lot of folks are looking at the Raiders and saying, oh, man, uh, you know, they haven't been to where they need to be in so long. They haven't been to the promised land. Uh, they're an organization that is going through a lot of turnover. Uh, they can't figure out who's going to be there with the players that they want. They're free agent guys. Their draft picks aren't what it is. Sometimes, Raider Nation, it only takes one. And again, I know that the NFL is a different animal, but sometimes it only takes one. If you can get that difference maker, if you can find that difference maker, you can identify that guy that makes everyone around him better. Your team has a chance. Similar to the Kansas City Chiefs. They had a very talented team when Alex Smith was there, but Patrick Mahomes made them that much better, right? Just because the dynamic of a quarterback he is. He gave them a fighting chance. They feel like every single game they're in it because number 15 is back there and he's slinging that rock around there. And look, this is not a conversation of saying go replace the quarterback, go find a dynamic quarterback. I'm just saying sometimes it just takes one. Sometimes it takes one person with the will to win, with the, hey, I know that I can get this team over the top, or I know I can get this you know whatever over the top and sometimes you might run across that guy in your everyday walk of life maybe you have someone at your job that is just an exceptional worker and you say man if if i can do like this dude man we could all be great you know what i mean i mean that's just kind of kind of what it is so um the raiders need to identify 
their guy? Who can be their guy? And I look up and down the roster and I see, you know, so many players and they have a relatively young team. And again, I kind of compare this to the Suns. The Suns have a very young team, but the old Wiley veteran, the one that's there, that's been there, done that 16 years in the league and never been to the finals. That's Chris Paul. And all of a sudden, just kind of got them over the top. And, and, you know, the other thing about that, it kind of takes me back to the early days of John Gruden when he identified Rich Gannon. And I know Rich Gannon wasn't a guy that was, you know, going into the playoffs and making deep runs each and every year or going to the Super Bowl making deep runs each and every year. But when those two got together, it was just a great dynamic. I always thought he was good when he was in Kansas City, but that dynamic was great. Again, not a conversation saying replace the quarterback. Just saying you've got to be able to identify that super dynamic that one that's going to set you over the top that's going to help get you over the top and so I I just kind of like I said I look at the roster of the Raiders and I wonder who could be the guy that could make them better you know is it just one guy on the whole team as far as offense and defense is it one guy on both sides of the ball I mean who who could be the one who could be that difference maker that that everyone looks up to and says hey I'm going to follow in line with him because what he does is the right way you know, I, I'm excited about Unique Ngakwe because uh, I think he's been there, done that. He's really good uh, on, on the defensive line. Um, and, and maybe he can end up being that guy. I'm not sure. I'm not saying he is. I'm just I'm looking at, at potentials there. You know, uh, Max Crosby, you know, he's going into his third year. Can he take his game to the next level? You know, can he overcome the injuries that he had uh, before the offseason? He went and had some surgeries, you know, everything. And and he's been going through a lot just uh, in his personal life to improve himself. You know, can he come out and be that alpha dog, that guy that just makes everyone around them better? You know, is there a guy, is there a wide receiver on the team? Is there, you know, does Darren Waller take that next step as far as leadership and playing goes? Who can be the dude? And, and, and if they don't have that dude, how can they go get that dude? You know what I mean? Where, where can you get that guy from? Could it end up being wide receiver Devontae Adams, who's really good friends with Derek Carr, who Derek Carr says he's going to put the full court press on? I mean, that would be something. You, you think of Devontae Adams, you think of Darren Waller, you think of Henry Ruggs, I mean, you think, think of Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake. I mean, all of those different weapons, maybe it's as simple as that. Maybe a guy like Devontae Adams would be the guy that the Raiders are looking for to put them over the top. That I mean, that's a real deal possibility, but... Again, it's it's the question that you've got to ask. You know, if you don't have that guy on the roster, do you and are you capable of going and getting them? Uh, that that's the tough question that you've got to be able to answer because every team has that guy. Every really really good team, in my opinion, has that guy that'll help motivate everyone else in that locker room to get over the hump. You know, could it could it be a Josh Jacobs? You know, possibly. Could it be? Uh, man, I'm just, it's, I'm like racking my brain trying to think. You know, I, I would like to say, you know, it could be a guy like Jonathan Abram, but, you know, like Tashawn Reed said, he needs to have a breakout season first. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, he's he's right now looking uh, looking at, at, at some time and looking at his uh, career and saying, hey, you know, I've really underachieved. I've only played in 14 out of 28 career games. I've needed to be out there for all 16. So I don't think that he would qualify as that guy. Like, who could be a dude that can help elevate this team and get him over the top? Because that's really all they need. They have a really, really good offense. We know that already. They've got to do better and capitalize on the red zone. Uh, the defense has to be much improved. I get it. Uh, you know, I do think it's trending in the right direction with Gus Bradley and company, and maybe that's just me going on blind faith, but I just I think that there's going to be a, a big-time improvement along that defense. I think everyone's going to see a big improvement along the defense, but I'm just kind of trying to identify the guy, the dude, the alpha dog, who can help take that team and take it to the next level. 
That is that is the uh, absolute question. You know, I'll, I'll be honest with you. With training camp coming around the corner and with me being here in, in Las Vegas now, I'm going to be able to be at the training camp in Henderson and, and uh, be part of the media sessions that are going to go on. At some point, I'll ask. I'll ask that question, you know, to John Gruden, to Gus Bradley, to, you know, Tom Cable, to Greg Olson. Hey, who is who is the alpha dog on this team? Who is the guy that takes them, that takes the Raiders to the next level? Who, who makes everyone around them better? And they might not be able to identify him right now in July, but before the first game of the season against the Baltimore Ravens, they may be able to identify him through what they've seen in training camp. Okay, that's that's our dude right there. And again, Maybe they don't have that dude on the, the roster. Maybe they need to go out and make a move to co- try to bring that guy in, similar to what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did when they brought in Tom Brady. You know, they brought him in as a free agent, and all of a sudden, this team just became that much better. And I know it didn't show immediately, but I guarantee internally it showed. showed and, and that Bruce Arians and company knew, hey, this team has gotten that much better. This guy is a winner. This guy is is going to be a leader. He's dynamic. He's going to make he's going to make everyone on this team, including ourselves, that much better. So that's that's what I'm really kind of trying to identify, you know, over the course of training camp, over the course of the summer, leading into the beginning of the regular season and and throughout the course of the season, who elevates the Raiders? Who makes them that much better? Who can be that real deal alpha dog like Chris Paul is for the Suns, like Tom Brady was for the Buccaneers, like Patrick Mahomes is for the Chiefs? You know, uh, you, there, there's a reason why folks in Denver are talking about trying to get Aaron Rodgers because he would uh, be that alpha dog for them, getting them over the top, trying to elevate him and get over the top. Problem with that is if if Denver were to make a move for him, they'd have to give up so much on the team that their team would be depleted. You know, they wouldn't really have uh, that many great players on that team. But, I mean, even when they won the Super Bowl, it was Von Miller. Von Miller was that alpha dog. I know Peyton Manning was on the team, but Von Miller was the guy. He was the guy that made everything go. So that's just kind of what I'm looking for who I'm looking for, something I'll be looking for during training camp to try to identify. And hopefully I can come back to the podcast and say, hey, you know, I've seen him over the course of training camp. I've seen seen the guy. I've seen the guy who makes this team go, who makes this team better. But I think it's a really good question as far as something, you know, to look forward to during training camp uh, leading up to the regular season, just uh, things to look out for, you know, players to look out for and uh, what you should be looking for to identify those guys on the team. So that's all I got for you for segment number two of today's Lockdown Raiders podcast. We'd love to hear your thoughts on who you think could be that difference maker, if the Raiders have that difference maker, and how do they make you know how do they make the Raiders and everyone on that team that much better? 707-654-4693. That is the Lockdown Raider podcast voicemail line. You can always tweet at me, at your boy Q254 as well. Try to get that on the show. Speaking of that Lockdown Raider podcast voicemail line, I got your texts and calls coming up next. Only got a couple calls, only got a couple texts, but we'll do that coming up up in segment number three. Before I get into that, though, I want to tell you about a couple great sponsors here on the show. And the first one is rockauto.com. Been talking about them for quite a while. Matter of fact, my mom said, man, you know, you talk about rockauto.com all the time. I said, well, you know, mom, they're family business. They've been serving auto part customers online for over 20 years, and they're going to help save money. If you're trying to buy auto parts, you can save money if you go to rockauto.com. When you get car parts from, you know, a chain store or a car dealership, sometimes you're spending 30%. 50%, sometimes even 100% more than you would at rockauto.com. It's crazy. Uh, again, they're a family business. Uh, they've been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. The prices are super low for every single customer. And they got brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, new carpet. doesn't matter what you need for your car. They've got it. All you got to do is go to rockauto.com. 
parts that you think are super hard, you're not going to be able to find it. Like you got to call your homeboy and he's got to call somebody that's got to call somebody that's got to call somebody. It don't matter. It, it, rockauto.com has it. Just go to the website, search it, and boom, it'll be right there. All the parts are delivered directly to your door. Again, rockauto.com. Find the solution to all your auto part needs. And while you're there, one thing I ask you to do for me is there's a box that said, how'd you hear about us? Just write Locked On Raiders Podcast. That's how they know that I sent you, and I'm doing my job. It's rockauto.com. I also want to tell you about Built Bar, and we've been talking about Built Bar for quite a while, and sometimes they switch up the flavors, and they have switched up the flavors. Uh, coconut, German chocolate, cherry barcia, cookies and cream, raspberry, orange, strawberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry. All those are available right now at BuiltBar.com, but also available right now for a limited time offer, Built Grasshopper Cookie. They are available all week long. Matter of fact, it's going to get wrapped up on July 9th. So you got a couple more days to get Built Bar's Grasshopper Cookie. What does it taste like, you're wondering? It's basically Built Bar's version of that classic old school thin mint cookie. It's that exact same thing. All the flavor without all the sugar. It has 150 calories, 17 grams of protein, only 5 grams of sugar in the Built Grasshopper Cookie. Again, it tastes like that old school classic thin mint cookie. So whatever your flavor is, or maybe you like all those flavors, go ahead and get you a mix box. But whichever you do, whenever you check out, make sure you use the promo code LOCK15. That's going to save 15% off your order at BuiltBar.com. Again, save 15% off your order if you use the promo code LOCK15 at BuiltBar.com. Segment number three, it's up next. Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here we go, Raider Nation. Segment number three of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Just got a couple calls and texts straight off that Locked On Raider podcast voicemail line, 707-654-4693. That is the number. We're going to start things off with Just Win Wendy. Going to start off with ladies first. She's calling first to give congrats on the new job, but also she wanted to talk about the defense real quick. Here she is, Just Win Wendy. Hey Q, it's Just Win Wendy. I just wanted to congratulate you and I'm so excited that you're coming out to Vegas. And you got the new gig, and yeah, let's let's definitely um, go forward from here. And dreams do come true. I'm so happy for you. Um, I also am really excited about the defense this year, and I hope you know. I hope we're going to talk a lot about that coming up, and um, and I can't wait to hear what you're going to do next. So great! I'm so excited, and let's go. All right. Bye. There she goes right there. Just win, Wendy. And thank you so much for the call. Appreciate the love. And as far as the defense goes, it's something I'm pretty excited about as well. Something I kind of briefly talked about in segment number two. I really do believe there's opportunities for this defense to get so much better. And I've had people call in and say, well, what has Gus Bradley really done? What has he proven? And I just think that he gets it. I just think that he can figure it out. He realizes the personnel he has and exactly what to do to maximize their their abilities. That's the thing about it. Like a lot of guys talk about, and coaches this is, talk about, you know, getting the guys to fit in their scheme. And then I think that really, really good coaches set these guys up to, for success, like Make them do what they do best. And I think that's what Gus Bradley is going to be able to do. He's going to be able to see the personnel he has and set them in position to succeed. Similar to what I was talking about Jonathan Abram and, and Tashawn Reed was saying, him playing more his natural position. 
down in the box. Like everyone saw that that was where his better position was, and it just took a couple seasons before he's going to get that opportunity to play down there. I think that's a perfect example of putting a player in a better position so they can help them succeed. That's what I expect to see from Gus Bradley's defense this season. So, yeah, I think there's a lot to get excited about as well, uh, and hopefully we see it early, even in training camp, where we can say, yeah, I think this is coming along. So thank you so much for that call. Appreciate you. Next up, got a text from Air Raid Vic. Says, hey, Q. Air Raid Vic from the 757. All this talk about Carl Nassib, so close. After talking about whether he'd be cut, got me thinking. Which Raider players are under the most pressure to perform or be cut? I got to think Nassib is high on the list, but Brandon Parker and others are assuredly on that list as well. That's from Air Raid Vic. And thank you for that text, my man. And, yeah, I think Nassib is going to have a lot to prove in training camp. I think he's going to make the roster. I really do. I thought he was going to make the roster, but I thought he was going to be one of those last guy on. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't think that he was a guy that's a sure in. I think he was going to have to show something in training camp. He clearly didn't have a very good season for the Raiders in 2020. Uh, I think there was a lot of elements that played into that. I mean, the defense didn't have a good season in 2020 in general. So, uh, again, going back to what I was just talking about on Just Win Wendy's call with uh, Gus Bradley, I think Gus Bradley's going to find a way to use him to help him succeed. And I think that now he's got an opportunity to have a clear mind and go out there and just play and not be thinking about anything else. So just go out there and, and have a good time. And, and, and like I said, play and be able to ball out. So hopefully that's uh, that's the case. I think I do think he's going to have to show a lot in training camp. I think Brandon Parker, I think you're spot on about that. He's a guy that's going to have to earn his stripes. Uh, I think Jalen Richard, I think he's a guy that's going to have to go out there and earn it in training camp as well, even though he's been a good soldier ever since, uh, you know, coming into the league with the Raiders. All he did is earn a spot on a three-day minicamp. I mean, Jalen Richard is the absolute uh, poster child for uh, hard work pays off, you know. I like to say, and a lot of people give me credit, like, hey, Q, you know, you work so hard, you deserve good things. Jalen Richard went in there and busted his tail over a three-day weekend and and got a job with the Raiders and has been around as long as he has. You know what I mean? Like, that's, 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 some, uh, that's some real deal stuff right there. So, uh, Jalen Richard, he's a guy that I do think is going to have to work really hard in training camp to, to hold on to his spot. But I'm not saying he can't because he's already proven that he can get that done. So uh, those are a couple of guys. But uh, I'd like to throw that out there as well. A couple of guys you think may be on the bubble, the roster bubble, 707-654-4693, 707-654-4693, or tweet at me, at your boy Q254. Thank you so much for that. Appreciate you. Next up is a call from No Hating Raider. He's actually calling to offer his services as far as finding a, a house here in Las Vegas for me to live at. A really cool call from No Hating Raider here. Check it out. Q, what up? No Hating Raider. Damon, getting at you. Hey, uh... I heard your uh, I heard your show today. Said you're out here looking for places. Uh, you know I'm a realtor, man. I got you. Uh, you know it's no it's gonna be no charge to you. You know just the love of the Raider Nation. You know so if you need my services, let me know. Nine zero nine three two two one five five eight. You can text me. Uh, I can also email you some listings too. That way you don't really have to drive around town. Uh, Damon, uh, I work for uh, VIP, so he can reach me at 909 there he goes right there. No Hayden Raider. And that's really, really good looking out, man. I'm telling you. And the reason I say that is because it is not easy to find a place, especially right now in Las Vegas and uh, especially coming off the 4th of July weekend. I'll tell you, there's one place that I reached out to and I'm not going to mention their name. I mentioned, I, I reached out to them. I left multiple phone uh, voicemails. I uh, emailed them requesting a tour of the place, did all kind of stuff. I still to this day haven't heard back from them. 
Still haven't. Now, uh, I will say I got a couple folks that have uh, reached out and are, are trying to help me right now. And I did find one spot. I mentioned it earlier in the show. Found one spot that I think is going to work out. I believe it's going to work out. Uh, it's really perfect for me and the fam. Uh, hopefully, I'm able to land it. But I'll tell you right now, man, if something goes a little bit sideways and it doesn't work, I'll definitely be hitting you up. So I do, do appreciate that. And like I said, that's good looking out, man, because you know as well as anybody, they could be d- tough out here trying to find a place to live, especially quick, fast, and in a hurry. I don't have no time to play around. I got to get back to Texas at the end of the week on Friday. Got to pack up the U-Haul, pack up the wife, pack up the kid, <laughs> get in the U-Haul and drive back to Las Vegas another 18 hours and uh, and then get everything cracking and be ready to, to go to work on Monday. So uh, there's no time to mess around. So I definitely do appreciate that. So uh, that's all I really got time for on today's show. Definitely appreciate all the calls and texts throughout that Locked On Raider podcast voicemail line. Again, the number is 707-654-4693. And uh, if you want to tweet at me, you can at your boy Q254. So another day in the books. Well, I mean, it's another adventure the rest of the day, but I mean, another podcast uh, in the books from the 702. Uh, excited about that, man. This is, it just sounds cool. You know, I went into the studio on uh, on Tuesday and I was on with Cofield and company and that was the first time I did, a, uh, you know, even a radio hit with him in studio and it was just so sticking cool. Like I tried to pinch myself just to make sure I was still awake and everything like that. It's just, it's awesome, man. It really, this opportunity, I'm so fired up about it. And I thank you again for all, all the, you know, encouragement and all the congratulations that you've been throwing my way. I do appreciate that. And we're going to do it really, really big here on the podcast. We're going to do it really, really big for Raider nation. So until tomorrow's episode, we'll have more calls and texts throughout that lockdown Raider podcast voicemail line. We'll have more news and notes of the day. And of course we'll have a lot more conversation to get to as we continue to power through the week. So until then Raider nation, as always take care of your family, make sure you do what you do. Love on them. Stay safe out there in those streets and just win baby. <laughs>